No need to whine and shiny balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Cha-cha chicken. Thank you, baby. Of course. I love you. Love you, too. <laughs> you going to take your crazy glasses off? Sure. It's just that the... It, I know, that it reflects. The, the light is in the pictures behind us so well. Um, Tanner, can you go sit down, please? Go sit down. We took the gates down in our house, so we can't uh, block the dog out of the room. We did not take the gates down. Okay, I took the gates down. Yes, yeah, so you get all the credit for that. <laughs> well, the credit or the fault. Well, it feels bigger, right? Like, the rooms feel bigger because there's no gate taking up all that space. Oh, so that you... smells good. What are you drinking over there? Uh, I, I mix some stuff together. Okay, then. Alrighty, then. Um, the way that I have my screen, am I going to see people comment if they comment? We're going to find out. Comment, some people. Oh, my God. Seth is gone. He just went to a really bad soccer game. <laughs> and um, I heard it was like ta- target practice on Max. My yep. poor son worked, yep. worked so hard. Max has been going to football before school and soccer after school. <laughs> so I'm sure that he is probably getting ready for bed right now. Um, I'm sure Max is exhausted. So Mother's Day is approaching. Mother's Day is this... Um, Happy Mother's Day. Oh, my God. Are you going to be punchy and obnoxious? I'll work on it. Whoo! Take a deep breath. Let it all out. <sighs> Let's de-stress. I was... I... We're going we're gonna to talk about one of my lessons of not being able to be in the same place. Not being able to be in all the places that I want to be in is one of my lessons that I'm going to talk about. And my fabulous husband streamed, live streamed the soccer game tonight because I was driving Ella to voice and Lily to dance and in between watching Max on the soccer game. And while I was driving, was listening to Seth and his commentary about the was soccer I game. To, oh, I didn't realize. Was I supposed to be more commentary or is my just random pissed off yelling enough? Okay, so the pissed off yelling was horrible. <laughs> I didn't even do that right. No, the pissed off yelling was stressing me out, if I'm going to be honest with you. But, um, like, when I'm driving and, like, you do, like, 
this is what's going on in the oh, game. Oh, well, you didn't tell me to do that. I didn't know I was actually announcing. Well, not announcing, like, constantly, but just, like, keeping me aware of what's going on because I can't watch the game while I'm driving. Right, well... So anyways, yes. Seth did a wonderful job live streaming, oh, streaming the game for me. He did live stream. And... I'm going to get my phone so we can see comments. He is, yes, he is de-stressing from how stressful he found the game as the other team had target practice on our son. So I'm glad I missed it and wasn't actually there because um, it's much less stressful from my car than it is when I'm actually at the game. So with motherhood, with Mother's Day coming this Sunday, I decided every year before Mother's Day that I am going to talk about lessons that I've learned in motherhood over the past year. So um, Mother's Day is coming and it was a good time for me to reflect and think about what I've learned this year. And hi, honey. There, you see the, the comments. The, com <laughs> the comments are working. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And we're live, correct? You can see me yes, live? Yes, so I'm watching us. Okay. So. We're in two places at once. <sighs> we're both, we're both like needing like. A vacation. I am. No, we are no, not I am on TikTok. not on TikTok. Were you wanting me to go on TikTok? I'm sorry, baby. You can listen to me from right where you are. Okay, so maybe we'll do TikTok again next week for her. What do you think? Sure. Sure. So I've been a mom for 15 years. Congratulations. I've actually been a mom longer than 15 years because I considered myself a mom when I found out I was pregnant. You, you were a mom of the fetus, yes. <laughs> I think pregnant women who are pregnant on Sunday are still going to celebrate Mother's Absolutely Day. Absolutely they should. Being pregnant is that, that hard. That counts for sure. It's, yeah, it's hard. Sometimes and it's harder keeping them in than having them out. They're, they're, both, no. they're both hard. <laughs> so, okay, so I did 15 lessons in honor of my 15 years. And Seth, when you read it, I was only at 13. Oh, so there's I, more. So I did add two that you didn't but read. wait, there's more. I'll be surprised. Okay, so let's start with focusing more on myself. And you have heard me talk about this. If you listen to me regularly, I have shifted more this year than ever on instead of focusing on what my kids are doing wrong, um, I'm focusing more on what I'm doing, what I'm doing in the sequence, because the only thing we have control over is ourselves, and I don't have control over my kids um, and their emotions all the time. But I have, I have a lot of emotions. They have a lot of emotions, and I have a lot of emotions. That's a lot of emotions. But I'm focusing on myself. Seth is punchy, like he's just going to be punchy. Um, That's okay. Joette will humor me. Yes. <laughs> Joette, he's recovering from a very rough soccer game, so he's, like, stressed out. Um, so, anyways, am I being reactive? Am I being calm? Am I taking the pause? Am I saying things I'm going to regret? So, lesson number one, focus on myself. Lesson number two, um, I still mess up. I still mess up. And I think... Somewhere along the way, I got delusional and thought that I would just get it and would just what? I totally had that delusion. Yeah. I thought yeah. at a certain point you'd be good and yeah. you just coast. Yeah. And every yeah. And it's a delusion. And I thought that I would reach this level of parenting. Yes. Like leveling up. Yes. Like I was going to level up to the point where I was going to be like on it and perfect. Got it. And, and are we ever going to be perfect? 
I wasn't expecting perfection, but I thought there would definitely be like a coast on the hill on the bike. No, I think that we still mess up. We'll still mess up. And I've accepted that this year. And I, and I got that realization of, oh, you thought you were just going to get it. And you were just going to be good. Yes. But no, you're still going to mess up and that's okay. And now I find that now that I understand that I'm still going to mess up, I realize that I'm easier on myself because I know it's going to happen. And I realize that it's good because I am showing my kids that it's okay when they mess up and that they shouldn't beat themselves up when they mess up. This darn video game of parenting always has another level. <laughs> you're going to keep leveling up. I I said in the beginning of my... I can't my, just save my progress. I, I said in the beginning of my blog that I wrote, I said I feel like I keep graduating and that I started out as like a newborn mom. Like I was like a newborn parent. And now I'm like a teenage parent. That's a really good analogy. Right? So I feel like I've like leveled up to the teenage mom. I'm not like a new mom. Right. I'm like an experienced adolescent mom. <laughs> You can't just stop time. <laughs> Where would you like to stop time? There's many places. Okay, I am enjoying the journey. I miss my babies, but I'm enjoying the journey. So, as I'm enjoying the journey, I am realizing that I have to take a step back. And I'm realizing that, like, Max is like, his, his gym teacher screwed up his gym grade. Yes, his gym grade. That should have been a hundred. Who doesn't get a hundred in a gym? I hey felt now. more experienced when they were babies. Well, well, Joette, that's because we're now learning how to be like parents to the new age that they are, right? Yes. Don't you think? Ba babies, in some ways, were much easier. Well, babies were babies were physically exhausting. Yes. And adolescents are mentally exhausting. And emotionally exhausting. Yes. I'm yes. experiencing some of that right now. So Max is like, Mom, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to talk to my gym teacher. I'm going to fix my grade. And I took a step back and I let him handle it. Yes, Beverly Goldberg did not make an appearance at the gym teacher's office. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. You change it right now. Well, I mean, he took a point off out for uh, he took points off for a medical reason for Max missing gym. And Max did write the essay that was required to make up that excused absence and it still isn't fixed um they're working on it freaking people oh my god take a chill pill i'm trying it's not strong enough um ella was like mom i'm gonna set up this book table by myself i took like i keep Is that at the craft fair I, yeah i keep like taking take a step back like i say to myself take a step back let them do it <laughs> that was a good book table when i came after it was set like it looked like a book table. Yeah, she did a she did a great job, and I keep saying to myself, "Take a step back, let do them it. do it," and and patting myself, like smacking myself, like it doesn't have to be perfect. I keep telling myself, "Hey, Danielle is here." Hi, Danielle. Um, I, the dishes don't have to be perfect. The book table. The book table doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, Lily cleaned her bedroom. The bedroom doesn't have to be perfect. The bathroom doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, could I stop? The demons have left. Could I, could I, I guess, set this here for comic relief tonight? I guess so. So can I swoop in and make it better? Yes. 
but that's like undermining them and not giving them the confidence that they get from me taking a step back and letting them do it and be more independent. Does that mean you're going to do that for me? Yeah. I have been. You heard it here first, folks. Da Danielle agrees. Danielle likes that comment. So they will always need me. I realize that I still need my mom. And everybody watching, like, don't you still need your mom? I mean, I'm 45. I still need my mom. It changes. It looks different. But Max is 15 and very capable, but he still needs me for a list of things. Yeah. So I have realized that I'm still needed. And I think that they almost need you... I don't know. It's like different. Sometimes it feels more. Yes. I, I don't know how to explain it, but you just did. they will always need me. Yes. That's another lesson I learned this year. Even when they can wipe their own butts and feed themselves, they still need you. They still need me and they still need hugs. Yeah. Oh my God. Regroup, Seth. Regroup. If you're just joining us, Seth is home from a very stressful oh soccer game and, and he has not come back to earth yet from the, from the terrible soccer game. Um, so... I underestimate my kids and the teachers and the parents were coming up to Ella at the craft fair. She was selling her books and they were like, oh my God, I'm so impressed with you. I'm so impressed with you. And one of her teachers was like, oh, like you really wrote like actual books. And she was like, I totally underestimated you. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. I do that to Ella all the time. I underestimate her and she's number two. And it's like, I think that Max is like this big kid and can do all this stuff and I expect it of him. And then capable Ella comes up the rear and is just as capable and can handle things. And she's even said to me, just cause I'm small, doesn't mean I'm not capable. Good for her. <laughs> So I underestimate my kids. They can do a lot. They can do a lot by themselves. They can do and, more than we give them credit for. And um, one of the moms commented in my, in my Facebook group that um, she told her family that she's struggling and she needs help. And when I say that I underestimate my kids, like Seth helps me all the time, but I could be getting so much more help from my kids. Yes. So we I let them get away with stuff. I'm underestimating. I'm underestimating. I can't be everywhere. We we this is a lesson that I keep learning over and over again and I realize that I keep falling into this trap where I think that I can go to every soccer game and I think that I can go to every field trip. Well, guess what? Other parents want to go to the field trip too, so I don't get to go to all of them. And guess what? Ella has voice and Lily has dance and Max has a soccer game. You can't be everywhere. So the magic of live streaming is pretty close. So and live you're lucky you're, you're good that you missed today's game. So live streaming allowed me to kind of be there. Kind of. Kind of. Um, progress, not perfection. Um, yes, that is like totally the key to all of this is for us to expect progress and not perfection. Absolutely. Um, I can't volunteer for everything. Um, Yes, but for those of you who know me, you know this is like huge. You know that it's like huge that I'm saying this. It's my, well worth a therapy bill I didn't have to pay. Um, my kids are in three different schools and there is so much going on and I'm and I'm so happy to say that stuff is going on again and that they need parents again. And um I have my own stuff too. Like hysterical, I 
I have a podcast interview booked for Friday morning. And of course, they need volunteers like right after. Of course, it's not any other time. And sometimes I have my own stuff going on. So I do my best to do as much as I can, and I don't expect myself to do everything. And that's new for me. Yeah, that's awesome and huge progress for you. And kudos to you because you used to think you had to do everything and you beat yourself up and people nearby you if you couldn't do everything. Well, I mean, you've come a long way. Well, you and need to give yourself some credit. And 12 years ago, when Max started school, I had a lot more time and energy yes. than I have now. Much easier with one than three. Well, and I have three kids in three schools and I have my own stuff. And um, there was something else I was gonna tell you. New, when I had energy, I was new, I was excited. Um, Everything was the first time, right? Yes. It wasn't like the third time you're like, I did that thing already. I don't need to see it three times in a row. Well, I mean, I don't want a stiff Lily. That's always my concern. Like, Seth is like, you give Lily plenty of attention. She's okay. She is okay. But, like, my concern is always, like, I did this. Like, you feel like you have to be fair. Like, I did this for Max. I did this for Ella. I should do it for Lily. So, like, they're planning the fourth grade party. Um, I just planned the seventh grade party, but they're currently at the elementary school planning the fourth grade party. And guess what? I'm not planning it. And you do know how hard it was for me not to volunteer for that? You were probably twitching. Um, I'm twitching a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, you know what? There are four capable women. One of them is like one of my very best friends. There are four capable women planning this party and it will be great. It will be fabulous. There will be I will show up and I will help, but I'm not planning it. So it's progress. It's progress. I'm making progress. You know, and if we had a fourth kid, you might not even be involved at all. Oh my God, that would never happen. Damn. Are, are you like you're like hysterical to even suggest that? Right. I'm here all week. But I don't know where I came from because I don't remember my mother being at school. So where did where where did this, did this person come from? It started with the co-op preschool. I remember. And I picked the co-op preschool so that I could wanted to be involved. so that I could be involved. And no, well, I didn't want to be involved in everything, but I wanted a chance to be in the classroom with him, which was actually a horrible <laughs> It was horrible to do that to him because um I think it just made him clingier. Right? Yeah, you got to just cut that cord. right now I mean he's he's not my mother's expression um, she always cracked me up she would be like they're not gonna sleep with you when they go to college they're not gonna take a binky to college they're not gonna take diapers they're, they're not gonna take diapers to you college never get rid of the binky oh my god when I was like he can't have the binky anymore she's like Rebecca he's not gonna take the binky to college <laughs> does he still have binky bear up there somewhere <laughs> Sure. Oh, it doesn't need to be perfect. So that goes along with the fact that when my kids do something, whether it's their schoolwork, a school project, um, housework, um, whatever it is that they're doing, mowing the lawn, doesn't have to be perfect. Like, leave it alone. Don't undermine them. Just let that, let it be. <laughs> let it be. Are you like loving this so much? Do you see the growth of your wife? I was going to say, we need to celebrate the wins 
Like, this was what I told you when you wrote this before you finished it. And you said, is this any good? And I said, honestly, this is, like, one of my favorite, like, oh. top ten blog things you've ever written. Really? And, like, each one of these, like, you could make this thing by itself an entire book. Yeah. And it would be an awesome self-development, personal development, personal growth book. So sweet. I love when you like what I write. I, come on now. Okay. I'm um, your biggest cheerleader. You are. It's okay for my kids to be upset. Did you hear me? It is okay for your kids to be upset. Did you hear yourself? I, I'm the one who learned the lesson and wrote about it. I used to get all oh my upset. God. I used to like... My it, baby has a feeling this can't be happening. I used to be tortured. Like I used to cry. With them. And cry with them and be so upset and be like, they can't be upset. And now I'm like... It's normal. Like, we have the whole spectrum of emotions to feel. Our all kids, day, every day. Our kids are going to feel all of the feelings. All the time. And some of the time it's going to be good feelings, and some of the time it's going to be bad feelings, and the best thing we can do is normalize it. You know what, honey? It's normal to feel this way in this situation. And the more that we normalize it and say things like, you know what, if I was in your shoes, I would feel the same way. You're feeling really normal right now. Or when I was having this feeling, this is how I handled it. Like the more that we can normalize for them that they're gonna have these feelings in their life, the better they will cope with having negative feelings. So I have learned they're gonna have the feelings and they're gonna be okay. My kids can handle hard things. They can handle hard emotions. They can handle a lot more than I give them credit for, which goes along with the, I underestimate my kids. Yes. Right? Right. Um, I need to listen more and say less, and I have talked to you about this before. You can tell I'm like such a talker. Um, Seth, don't throw me under the bus. I'm throwing myself under the bus. Seth wanted a one sentence. He wanted me to respond. Just just let me tell my story. Yesterday. Um, he wanted me to respond with one sentence, and I gave him like a literal monologue. Like I was like, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I wanted a sentence. I want, he's like. Five minutes. You timed it? No, I'm just guessing. It was like five minutes, and it was literally, the answer I was actually looking for was nine words. Seth wants me to. Six words. Um, Seth wants me to give him like, you know how like your husband will text you like, okay. <laughs> she says me seven paragraphs and I say, oh, that question, the one question throughout all of that was a yes or no question. And I say, okay, don't do that guys. Don't do you do know? That. She wants, you're not going to write seven paragraphs back, but she wants more than okay. She wants sentences. Seth responds. I'm working on it. I most, haven't mastered it. Seth has responded to most of, most of my text messages with Okay. Okay. If you were dating me, you would never freaking do Thank that. Thank God we didn't have to date when there was text messaging. Were, I would have been screwed. Weren't we texting when we were no, dating? No, text messaging didn't exist you were, when we started. You were talking to me for hours. You were talking to me for hours on the phone when we were dating. Yes, I listened to you for hours while we were dating. I, you talked too. Why yes, are you being I obnoxious? I, because you told you me You think to be you're honest. so funny. Well, you're laughing, so. I have learned to focus on my children's good behavior and what they're doing right. 
And I have learned that if I See, you look... You keep focusing on your husband's obnoxiousness. If I'm going to look for good behavior so that I get less obnoxiousness. Awesome. Okay, so if I... If I look for good things all day, I'm gonna look for people doing good things all day. My I kids totally do that at work. My kids, I'm gonna catch everyone doing good things. I pointed it out to my kids this morning. I was driving to school. I was wide awake. Um, we were all in a good mood, and I let somebody in, and I said, "See, that's good driving manners. I just let this person in, and now look at this. This person is letting me in, and this is called." good manners and I was like we're looking for good things I'm trying to teach my kids about driving now that's my next thing is that as I'm driving I'm like telling my son what I'm doing because I'm paranoid of the fact that he's going to be driving next year oh. so now I think I have to tell him everything I'm doing we we had this fun conversation yes we were going to soccer on the throughway in rush hour and I said this up he's like why are you doing this and I'm like well, I need to get over because I'm not taking the 33 and we're in that lane and we need to get over and somebody needs to let me in and then I let somebody else in, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> so anyways, I am looking for my children to do good things all day. If I look for it, I will find it and I will get more of it. If I am irritated with, with my kids or my husband and I'm looking for them to do irritating things, I will get more of and that. You can always find a reason to be irritated at me, I'm sure. Oh, I love you so much. Let's get through four more. We're doing You're great. Doing We're doing great. great. You're doing great. This is their life, not mine. And I have had to talk to my husband about that a few oh, times. Yeah, we're going to have to have the conversation after this episode. So... Um, this is about them. This isn't about us. We already, we're like, we're doing our own thing. Seth has his life. I have my life. We get to pick how we do our lives and our kids get to pick what they want to do. Who do they want to be friends with as long as they're not terrible influences? Who do they want to date and marry? I'm trying to train them to pick people who treat them well. And, um... What was the last thing? Oh man, look at all those hearts. Melissa's here. Hi, Melissa. Those hearts are coming from me. Um, what do they want to do with their life? What career do they want? What is going to make them happy? I have told Max, this is not about me. Your job is not to make me happy. Your job is to make yourself happy. So we're going to continue to encourage our kids to live their lives for them. So. This is their life to live, not mine. Um, next lesson. Each child needs time with me one-on-one -on -one time. And you two are living by example on partnership. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, you know. Fair hearts to you. When my kids, when my girls say that they want to find a husband like Seth, it makes me so happy because that was my goal. Like, you want to find a husband that your kids try to find a man to live up to their dad like that's what you want oh my okay so this is really surreal and funny because i said a long long before i ever met rebecca i said one day i was one of the son but i said i always wanted daughters because i wanted to raise a daughter with no daddy issues except that she had to find that it would be hard to find a dad who measured up that's a great issue for them to have i said i want that to be their one daddy issue um, I think Max is like, I need a woman who is nothing like my mother, <laughs> which was not my goal. <laughs> it's not funny. Why it is, is that funny? Why is, it, funny. why is that funny? 
It's not funny. Not funny at all. Very sad. Why are you laughing at that? Very sad. Um, I think that he's looking for someone who maybe is quieter. He's like, he's like, he's like, mom, you're just like, you're too social and you talk to everyone. That's a whole one on your list of issues in his head, probably. Hey. I can't go anywhere without my mother knowing someone and having a conversation while I'm yanking her arm going, can we, remember when he was younger? Like, he's he's more polite now. He used to, like, literally grab her arm and try and drag her away going, stop talking to everybody. It's, I think it's hard to be an, to be my child as an introvert. Yes. Like, he's an introvert and I'm an extrovert. And I think it's hard for an introvert to deal with my extrovertedness. Oh, gracious. I think Isaac is in a similar boat with Max for other reasons. You know what? I think it's totally okay for them to pick a partner who is what they're looking for. Like, yes. I was looking for certain qualities in my partner, and Max is going to figure out what he's looking for. I think it's okay that he... I think it's okay that he might not want to marry his mother. I, I mean, think you either emulate your parents or rebel against them, right? I mean, we all have that. I mean, when I made my list of everything I wanted in a relationship, which ultimately led me to find Rebecca in our amazing life, part of that, a lot of that, you know, was informed by watching my parents' marriage yeah. and everything that worked for them that I said, ooh, I want that. And then there were things that I said, ooh, I don't want that. But yeah. that led to this incredible life that we've built. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So go, let's go back to each child needs one-on-one -on -one time. And what I realize about that is they need to have one-on-one -on -one time to... Um, have time with us to talk to us and be with us without their siblings. But it, I've also learned it doesn't have to be like this long thing. Like, I think I'd have to look up the research, but I remember reading something about 15 minutes. Everything in life. We don't have to do hours of something. 15 minutes of exercise. Like, start somewhere. 15 minutes of reading or meditating or talking to your child or talking to your husband. Smaller goals, you know, Baby so thoughts. like you don't have to have like these one on one sessions with, you know, you have five kids and you're all overwhelmed, like just take it and make a goal of like 15 minutes a week with each child. So I just notice that they really treasure when they have like alone time with me. Amen. And you notice that too. Yes. Yes. Um, forced family fun. Um, I am learning that I still have to force it, but that they have fun. And that it's good for all five of us. Would you agree? Yes, very much so. And the teenagers, and it's, the reason why I say that it's forced is because if the teenagers had an option, they would probably stay home most of the time. Yes. Um, Lily is lots of fun and will go like anywhere with us anytime. And yes. she just wants to leave the house and go do something. Yes. You want to go to the movies? Okay. You want to go bowling? Okay. You want to go swimming? Like she's just like up for anything. God, I hope she stays that way. Um, Max and Ella are like, can I stay home? And I'm like, no, like you're coming swimming with us. Let's go. And I have to force them and I'm going to continue to force them. And I think it's good for all of us. Yes. Good lesson. Amen. And I've learned that, yes, I'm going to have to force it. <laughs> I have learned that every stage is exciting and I used to be so sad yeah like like every birthday like i would like mourn no they're older like they're still alive we did our jobs they get another year i realized i totally flipped it i totally flipped my perspective and now i celebrate like 
They get to celebrate this birthday. They get to be a year older. And I think that part of it is that some people don't get to do that with their kids. So I'm like, oh my God, I get to celebrate this birthday with my kids and they're a year older and they've grown so much and they're like becoming these great people that I'm having like in-depth conversations with. Um, Seth and I were arguing in the hot tub the other night. It wasn't like a serious argument, but it was an argument. We were disagreeing. We were disagreeing. And Max and Lily were in the hot tub with us and they listen. Like, we're not hiding it. We're not swearing at each other. We're not screaming, but we're disagreeing with each other. And Max is, like, listening intently and giving his two cents. He was an excellent unpaid therapist. Well, and you don't want your kids to we be your therapist. But, and we told him that. Do not. I'm not encouraging your kid to be your therapist, but he's so smart. And he chimed in and he said, you know, Mom, ba 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 ba, ba and Dad, ba 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 ba, ba and... It was just so good. Yes, it was he, excellent advice. I'm like, he just, they keep getting older and smarter and wiser. And it's like, we keep getting, we're, we're able to have more in-depth conversations with them the older they get. Yes. And like all these exciting things happen. Max started high school. Ella just um, applied to be a web leader next year in school. She's going to be in, in eighth grade. And the eighth graders get to be web leaders and um, help the, the new fifth graders next year adjust to middle school. So, like, that's a new adventure. Lily's going to start middle school. If they know how to open the wine bottle, it's not a bad therapy. Melissa, that is an excellent point. We have not ta taught them to mix drinks. Oh my God. Lily makes her own imitation Starbucks like refreshers. Maybe oh. we should have her make something else. Oh my God. You are so funny. You're both so funny. That is a good point, Melissa. So they can, and they can make us dinner. Like they're getting to the age, like I was thinking about it. Like Mother's Day is Sunday. Like they could probably make me breakfast. Are, are you coordinating that? Or am I secretly supposed to know this? I've been on it for sure. No, I'm not like hinting. I'm okay. No, that's not like a hint. We haven't discussed any of the meals. No, we haven't planned for them. We haven't booked anything. Uh, like I we've done making dinner, right? We've done nothing. Seth is going to. I believe Seth is going to grill for whoever chooses to join us. Which who we've invited. That which, is not whoever walks in off the street. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're all welcome to our house. But of course you are. <laughs> what I'm saying I is. There are six grandparents yes. that are welcome to come. Yes. And we might get two, we might get six, we might get four. <laughs> so you're going to Wegmans is what you're saying. I'm going to Wegmans. Am I, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to Wegmans. Sorry. It's your Mother's Day. You don't have to do anything. Oh, my God. Not, not just, just Sunday. Isaac cooks at least once a week. Perhaps my coffee. Perhaps, perhaps my coffee perhaps when I my podcast Saturday oh. mornings. And makes eggs on the weekend. Isaac, you are hired, my man. He totally, Max, I mean, my Max kids. Max makes eggs. My kids could totally start. Now, Lily's the one who would probably be interested in making my coffee. She totally would be all over that. But Max could totally start cooking us breakfast. And Ella is taking home in careers 
uh, Melissa, and she is like loving cooking. So I'm gonna get her in the kitchen more. These kids to work. So I see. I think what I'm gonna be talking about next year is that I have put my kids to work more. That'd be awesome. Let's so get let's some child labor. Let's hope that do it, Mama. Let's hope that next Mother's Day, I am telling you that one of my lessons is that my kids are helping a lot. They more. can serve you bonbons in bed if we could ever find any bonbons. I think that I should. Days. I think that I should lay in bed with my book. Yes. And that the four of you should figure out what to make me for breakfast. Oh, now I'm. Uh, I thought I was laying in bed with you and enjoying <laughs> your book. Don't you think that you need to supervise a little bit, or no? Unless I smell smoke, I think we're probably. I, I don't good. know. Max might be able to handle it. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, I have learned so much this year. I will continue to learn stuff, and I think that. You know, we think that we have figured things out and then our kids get older and need new things. Yes. So I think Darn we it. just have to keep learning and growing as parents. Just figured out how to change With diapers. them. Um, you figured out how to change diapers 15 years ago. It was 15 years ago, 15 years ago and three months ago. 15 years plus three months ago. I'm glad that you were counting. Um, I am counting because my fabulous husband told me he was never going to change a diaper. And after an emergency C-section and being in really rough shape, Seth changed all the diapers. Yes, yes. She was not allowed to move. And I said, I was, oh, there goes that. I guess I'm changing all the diapers. I was in bed. He uh, was hospital bed. I was in the hospital bed. He was changing diapers. I thought the nurses were going to help me out. <laughs> I think you got good at it very quickly. I had to. You had no choice. Apparently, that's how it works. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for parenting with me for 15 years. Thank you for inspiring me and making me a father and a better father every single day. I think that for fatherhood, for Father's Day, you should do 15 lessons. It's your blog, though, and your vlog. Right, but you could take over for Father's Day. How is that a present for me? I guess <gasps> I should have taken over for Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyways, um, thank you so much. I haven't written a guest blog for you in a while. We haven't had any crazy poop explosions at Walmart or anything. Oh, my God, so Lily is reading my first book, and forgive me. I have to finish editing my second book and get it out. Um... I know I've been saying that for a while. It's kind of been on the back burner. It needs yep. to move to the front burner. Front burner. So um, Lily is reading my first book and is laughing so hard at my Walmart story. She's You're, like, wait, this is when I was a baby. She's laughing so hard. Um, I'm glad I'm making her laugh, and I'm glad they have those memories to read. Yes. And, oh, my God, you're going to love. I'm going to get emotional. You're going to love my podcast this Friday because um, – Lily interviewed me. My nine-year-old. Right. She flipped the mic on Mama. Um, Ella interviewed me for next week. For Mother's Day, I wanted to do. I, I haven't talked to Max to see if Max will do one. What Good do you luck think? With that one. I don't think Max will do it, but Lily did one for this week. You're gonna love it. It. It was so cute. She did such a good job. And um, Ella is like a professional actress, professional in quotes. She's been acting since she was like five. So like she just like took over the mic and like ran with it. So Ella's next week. Um, so listen to Lily. Be adorable. And um, oh, um, I reached over 100,000 downloads. I was wondering when you were getting to that. I forgot. Really the lead woman. Um. 
over hundred thousand. Over. We're well. I'm at one hundred and one thousand. I think. I think I'm at one hundred and one. So holy moly! I like I can't even thank you enough. You're, um, Melissa. You you were a guest. You you brought me guests. Um, you listen, all of you who are listening and sharing and commenting. Whitey Blues a podcast out. I have some. Share it. I have some guests that I would really like to have on. Um, so I will talk to them about it. And if I haven't asked you to be on and you want to, please reach out. Don't be shy. Don't wait for me. I maybe haven't asked you because I... I'm nervous. Like some people I'm nervous to ask. Some people I'm afraid they're going to say no and it's okay. Like I've had people say no to me. Why are you looking at me like that? Because woman, you're doing them a favor. You got like a hundred thousand downloads. They should be clamoring to be on the show. I understand that. But like some people aren't comfortable and I just, ah, and, yes. and if I ask you and you're not comfortable, you just say, it's not my thing. I'm not comfortable. It's okay. Um, I'll still love you. I'll, I'll still love you. So um, tell me if you want to be on. Tell me if you have someone that you want to be on. Um, I've had just like amazing guests and yeah, I'm just, I'm blown away and emotional and, and so happy because a hundred thousand was like this like big goal that I wanted to achieve. That is awesome. Proud so on to the next hundred thousand. All right. <laughs> so, um, what else do I want to share? The May challenge is going on the may mother's day challenge you don't have to be a mom come to the whiny clues of mom group in facebook join for free join the challenge and i'll give away fun prizes and um yeah just thank you so much for joining us and i need ella or lily not gonna happen thank you for watching whiny <laughs> wednesday with the green family where are these chop chop chicken where are children when I need them. Oh, Lily, you're a little late. <laughs> shot, shot, chicken. Oh, Melissa said, find it, friends. The podcast is amazing and put a link to the Whitey Palooza show. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa, you're the best. We appreciate you and um, go find Melissa. Melissa, before, before I tell you to have a fantastic week, Melissa is the organizational master. Melissa, I was thinking we need to talk more about organizational master e mastery mastery you want to sing us out mm -hmm. <laughs> i beat you um, to it i think melissa and i need to talk again but go find her she has an awesome group she has podcast she's fa a fantastic lady i just think she's fabulous and she's so supportive and you're all so supportive and wonderful so thank you so much and have a fantastic week congratulations Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.